Oh, hello. Woo. Hello. Hey, welcome to the show. I don't know. Welcome back. It's the It Is Night podcast for now. We'll see what happens. For now. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you're on on notice, listener. Yeah. All 12 of you. Um, We're back. We're golden. We're, we're, we're here to talk about, well, first of all, I, I fixed, fixed a little audio. He did. So, hof- audio, so hopefully he sounds I, crisp. It's I, just so the listener knows, because obviously we record. Well, I'm not going to get into the technical stuff. <sighs> yeah, yet. Harrison does not sound to me as good as he sounds to you when you're listening to this <laughs> podcast. Usually, when we're chatting, usually like Harrison's audio sounds like it's going through like this time vortex filter of like the 1920s and i can also like hear my own voice shouting back at me at the same time it's like a fever dream of sound that i'm constantly trying to negotiate while also saying stuff in the show while uh, also trying to... but for the first and time am... in months that's not happening <laughs> For the first time, okay. So, so the skinny is I needed a laptop. So Chris just like dealt with with that with that horrifying <laughs> scenario that has to feel much like a fever dream. Uh, but he still he still did his best. He still showed up. And then today I <laughs> I just was like, wait a minute, I actually do have a laptop. I've had it for like a couple. Should I try it? Should I try using the laptop? Would that would that make your life a little easier, a little less hellish as you're trying to record this thing? And apparently the answer was yes. Um, so that's what we're doing now. That's incredible. I, I'm happy for I you. I opened a the settings. I fucking I clicked two buttons. It was very complicated. But now here we are. We're gonna. We're trying something a little different. We are this time. We're gonna. Um, um, well, okay. I'll I'll do a small intro here, but then I really want to okay. hear your. I just want to. I just want to start. I'm excited to start about this. But first off, <laughs> happy yeah. Hanukkah, Merry Yay. Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, oh, Hooray! Yes. We're in the celebratory month, and we're doing something Hula a little days. special. For this Yule? episode, we're talking about the Happy movie Yule? Tootsie. And, yeah, we are. And yeah, we have the bad content segment, and this is, you know, kind of mixed up with that. But there's a lot to be said about Tootsie. It's a really uh, fun movie. Uh, it's a complicated discussion to talk about because there's also a lot of problematic shit just throughout the movie. <laughs> But it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, but I can see you were trying. Like, <laughs> so, and, I don't know. Yeah. We're going to get into it. I'm excited to talk about it, but let's just get going. Yeah. I don't know. Harrison, tell me what are well, you, I've, you watched I've never Tootsie seen for the Tootsie. first time. Yeah, tell me. Tell me I, watched, I watched Tootsie for the first time. <laughs> I finished four minutes before, <laughs> before we... <laughs> Began recording because I had to take it back sometimes. Some of it was really funny, and I was like, "Let's hear, it. let's get that again." Some of it is really funny. Um, it, I, I kind of, I kind of loved it. 
That's it's an aggressively likable movie. It's an which incredibly I was not anticipating. Movie. It was in my notes are I took like four or five pages of notes <laughs> while I was watching it, and I literally my notes are insane because constantly in the movie I would like write down like a, well that's problematic, and then I would come yeah, back yeah, and yeah. edit the note later in the movie, <laughs> and and be like. Well, they kind well, of comes address around. this though, like later, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is weird. And yeah. and then I don't know. We have a lot to get into. I think the best place to start is for anyone who hasn't seen the movie and doesn't mind a little spoiler. I'm going to give a quick synopsis, and I think we gotta, as we, we go, we'll critique. I think the best way to do it is to do yeah. it like chronologically, kind of keep us done in form done <laughs> well first 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 let me just say that i i didn't know anything about it that's not true okay okay let me let me tell you what i knew about tootsie i knew that dustin hoffman was in it i knew that dustin hoffman uh played a lady in some in some capacity i didn't know the levels of that you know like i didn't know if it was dustin hoffman as a lady and that was not addressed at all or if it was addressed and it was a mrs doubtfire situation didn't know any of that i thought it was it had something to do with, i don't know what i thought man i thought that maybe it was like a political thing because i had seen like the the <laughs> cover for it that had like her in front of the american flag um didn't didn't know anything about it was 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 very surprised early on to figure out. Oh, it's a Joanna Man situation. Okay, all right, got it. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So this movie. Well, yeah. To give you the background, this movie begins with a thing that I miss. Honestly, that movies of like the eighties and nineties did a lot, where in the opening like bits of the movie. I don't know why my brain wanted to say salvos in the opening salvos of the movie. Um, <laughs> yes, it kind of works. Yeah, it kind of works. It's, I don't know what's going. Yeah, on. I just in the up. opening, <laughs> in the opening shots across the bow that the yeah. the, the movie delivers. <laughs> to I've been your consuming too much like fucking Alex Jones from the other week. Um, mm. Anyway, so in the opening minutes of the movie. We we meet Michael Dorsey, who is played by Dustin Hoffman, who is <laughs> a we glean to be older actor. It's unclear if he's like thirty or forty, but he's not super young. He's not super old, and he's acting in New York on Broadway. We see him, you know, they're doing the opening credits, and we see him going to auditions and not getting any of them for various reasons. A lot of him being too young or too old, um, and we see him coaching. An acting class, Mm -hmm. maybe he earned some money from that, Mm -hmm. maybe he's just a good guy. I don't know. Clearly, he's passionate about his craft. And then we see that he works at a restaurant with, of course, his best friend and roommate, we find out, Bill Murray, which I'll get into in a second. But, you know, point is, he's he's doing his thing. Um, And Bill Murray's the playwright, Dustin Hoffman's the actor, they're surrounded by all these artsy types in New York. Hooray, yes. they're experienced. And at the end of this kind of opening and- montage, Dustin Hoffman and Bill Murray arrive <laughs> at their apartment and we discover that it's a surprise party for Michael Dorsey. A- and that means, you know, guess what? He's older. Another year has passed. He's still a struggling actor. Like, we see the tone that's being set in the movie. I know this is boring. I'm trying to, like, get you kind of through through the beginning, audience. 
Um, so the the okay now one one important distinction I think because immediately I did think it, it was like Joanna man where I was like ugh it, like it's it's gonna be a thing where <laughs> he's like women have it easier right. So therefore, I'm going. It's not that. It's not. I was pleasantly surprised. It's not that he's unlikable. He's that's another thing. He's, is that, oh like, yeah. He is. He is talented. Oh, I'm but getting he's there. Like, just, I'm, okay, all right. I'm getting there. But first, we have to meet the the love interest. Kind of the the love yeah. interest number one of the, the movie, uh, which uh, is right. Sandy Lester. Sandy Lester, played by Terry Gar, who. Is you know just like this perky, high-pitched voice, fun blonde actor who is in who is coached by him, and basically she, yes. she's like, all right, I'm gonna go home. Dustin Hoffman, Michael Dorsey is like, I'm gonna walk you home. On the way home, she expresses anxiety about this big audition for a soap she is coming up the next day. Michael says, well, all right, well, let's go back to your apartment. And I'll coach you through it. In a non-sexual way, they they go through this coaching, and he helps her, you know, play this strong woman character and then she goes in Mm. the next morning to audition and she gets rejected before she even gets a chance to read my this is where this is one of those things where it gets like i the movie's theme reveals itself and does a good job in setting the stage where you're not sure if it's going to be offensive and in this case it isn't because much of the movie's theme is about spoiler alert misogyny we will get into how the movie is problematic in in a misogynistic way also, but the movie is right. about misogyny in many ways. So Michael Dorsey right. is like, hey. And is taking aim at it. Yeah, and is taking aim at it. So yeah. Michael Dorsey, man, is like, hey, it's not fair. You didn't even get a chance to read before they rejected you. So he goes over to, like, the receptionist, and he's like, hey, is so-and-so here? Must be some guy he knows who's on this soap. And they were like, no. This guy has is in rehearsals for Iceman Cometh, which, you know, he, he now is doing that <laughs> instead of this. So Michael Dorsey goes, what? And then says, oh, my God, I was supposed to get that part. Abandon Sandy and her, like, area of stress just immediately runs to his agent's office where we discover what Harrison was just saying. His agent is like, dude, I can't get you work. No one likes fucking working with you. And the reason is, this is hilarious. <laughs> and this is not meant to be hilarious, but this is hilarious. The reason Michael Dorsey can't get work is because he's just too much of a perfectionist at, at his acting. He is, he's just yeah. too good at his job, so he's difficult to work with. <laughs> he's too good. He's an auteur. He's, 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 he can't... He can't understand why Tolstoy would die on the other side of the stage. It is very fun. Like, there are... <laughs> the entire opening montage is <laughs> is very funny. Because it's just like a bunch of things that anybody who has ever auditioned for anything has, has gotten... Very, especially, like, stage productions and stuff. Just, like, I really like when, he's, when they're like... We, we're looking for someone a little... Uh, taller. Like, I could be taller. I could wear. I, uh, we meant shorter. I could be shorter. I don't Look, need these, these shoes. Are, these are plastic. Yeah, I I could be anything. And then they're like, uh, we're looking for someone is, else. Uh, 
Poor Dustin Hoffman, which I don't know. That's that right off the bat. Very unrealistic. Very Nobody un- sees yeah. Dustin Hoffman and says, I'm looking for someone else. No, no. Dustin Hoffman just nailed whatever you're looking for. So uh, because Dustin Hoffman <laughs> is a delightful character actor, which is what makes a lot of this so hard. He is a delightful he's just character. So goddamn actor. good in it. And it's funny to watch him play an out of work character actor, but of course he gets in this argument with his agent, right? About how no one's gonna hire him. <laughs> And this lights a fire under his ass, and he goes, oh, yeah, and we immediately cut, immediate cut, there is no other transition to Justin Hoffman (laughs) in full full woman form. And I hesitate to even use the word drag here. I really don't know what's appropriate to Uh, say here. But, like, because it's not even drag. He is, like, full passing as a woman, but not as a trans woman, which has this whole layer of complication. This movie was made in 1982. Yeah. It it is a really good shot, though, because, like, they just have him walking in a crowd... And the camera's not the, the the camera is centered on him, but you don't really know like what's happening at first because <laughs> all it goes is oh yeah, and like you know I guess at this point I have figured out that he's gonna like play a woman, but it does take a minute to like pick him out of the crowd and you're like holy shit that's Dustin Hoffman. And I will it? say to be fair, this movie actually does this isn't totally out of nowhere. They do this clever thing in the beginning where they show Dustin Hoffman, like, very carefully applying makeup to, like, have a mustache and look like an older guy for one of the auditions. So this isn't, like, an unbelievable thing that he just, like, has this amazing skill with, like, spirit gum and shit because they kind of laid the groundwork, but that is the only piece of groundwork they laid. And it is a little (laughs) insane to, like, do, to, like, force us to, like, make that connection. Well, again, so if we're thinking about this in terms of like a superhero origin which i am uh you know like (laughs) he just immediately has the full costume you know like he didn't work for it there weren't like like if we're thinking about mrs doubtfire or something like that there was like scenes of him and there are scenes later of of him and i specifically thought when those scenes came later i was like that should have been placed like earlier (laughs) because i feel like this is actually one of the early moments that I was like a little uncomfortable because I was like, well, the joke is the joke here is that you don't know that it's Dustin Hoffman, you know? And and like, exactly. And that is very much why there was the hard cut. And that's one of those through lines. You can't even tell throughout this movie is that there are these weird moments of, of like, I has subtle isn't it's a more than subtle but it's like not yeah. it's not even normal yet it's like below the line still somehow but like very anti queer anti trans non messages like we're not saying it but it's like right. this is why you're laughing like this is the but moment we're allowing in the theater to, exactly, when exactly. the audience is is laughing their asses off right and, and, and I, I mean, again, that's why I had like kind of a tough time with this movie is that it is very well written. It is very well acted. It is thoroughly charming in a lot of like just the way it moves and is and is edited. Like it's so likable. It's, it's you know? a great but then, movie. But then you'll be presented with these moments where you're like, but the, the, I mean, but the punchline is like either, haha, he kissed, 
he kissed man while wearing dress or haha like yeah, yeah. haha you cannot tell that dustin hoffman actually dustin hoffman is in dress right now can you believe yeah I, you cannot even believe you cannot even i believe. see i see in your eye you cannot even well, believe and the this issue, dustin hoffman and dress right now there's like issues with well we're actually we're about to get to it in the plot anyway so dustin hoffman <laughs> is, is yeah. dressed as a woman and he and we discover that he is going to audition at the very soap that Sandy just got rejected from because he wants to like prove that he can be the strong woman character and who can be a better strong woman than a man, right? So he yeah. walks in <laughs> because apparently he does have a good agent. Like that that it's established that like his agent is very good and that's why it's kind of weird that even this agent cannot get him like him work as michael because he's just the worst to work with which is so he goes in he gets rejected right away from the read but then she reams so michael now his name in in woman form is an inverse and feminized version of his name as opposed to michael dorsey his name becomes dorothy michaels and he yeah ooh fun (laughs) do you get it chris do you get it (laughs) <laughs> and he she i'm gonna i'm gonna use the proper gender for which for michael hoffman uh, dustin hoffman is in god i'm already confusing myself okay um <laughs> yep so no there's 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 like an entire who's on first scene late in the movie that again killed me i i was, know i smart. know that it's it was smart. that it's problematic but, like, but anyway it's very funny yeah, so they are so she reams the director out of this show and and the producer, the executive producer, is a woman, is also in the scene. And basically, uh, she's like, hey, like, I kind of like, it seems like you had the energy. Was that just for auditioning? Was that uh, just because you felt it? And then, you know, Dorothy says, well, what'll get me a chance to read? So the producer's like, fuck yeah, lady, Great line. get over here. So, yeah, they do like, yeah. <laughs> so they do like a camera test. And the executive producer loves Dorothy's read. The director is le- he he likes her but he's like eh, i feel something's off about her and right. then and this is one of those this is the scene this scene this movie is full of complicated scenes in little moments like this because yeah, right here yeah. back to back the director says like ah, i feel like something's off about her and mm-hmm. then the executive producer says oh well she said you know no director had ever made what was desired in a role like more clear and then yeah. the director immediately says oh you know i think i like her and yeah <laughs> and it's like this funny moment of like this is a commentary on male power and misogyny and all it takes to like progress in this capitalist patriarchy with that line but it's right after we have this line that is very subtly like, something is wrong. This woman is wrong because yeah. she's actually a man. But it's just like, well, but it's... why? Because in no, real, yeah, yeah, in yeah, no yeah. real world would you would you make that conclusion. You know, like, it's, it's one of those things yeah. where, like, this movie isn't being explicitly anti-trans. And I don't even think is trying to make a commentary on no, transgender. No anything yeah 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 but it definitely leans in a way ideologically where anti-trans people can watch this movie and gleefully enjoy 
like, you know, Tootsie being like, ha ha, this is like the truth. This is the truth of trans women is this is Tootsie. Something's wrong with them. They have a dick, you know? It's just like, it's like, right. what? Like, also that you would be able to tell is like, ah, oh, this director, yeah. like, yeah. what? See, like- <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's, that's like, exactly what I was going to say is that it definitely, it it, it, it it participates in the you can always tell myth, you know? And, and, and I don't, ah, that's why it's hard is that like like you're saying it's like it really feels like three steps forward one step back with this movie you know we're like it'll it'll say something it'll have like a genuinely progressive point or message and then it'll just have one thing there you're like okay that could have been handled a little better (laughs) maybe maybe that's like which i mean again i will we'll get to this in the the plot of the movie i guess they kind of explain it in the sense that the director is like well no woman could ever resist me it's like you're telling me that the only woman that's ever resisted him is is a guy (laughs) yeah like Eh. well it's also but anyway 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 there's also attention paid to um dustin hoffman if you are somehow totally unaware of who this is has a very feminine-shaped face. But there is... Uh, like, he just has a pointy face. It's not hard to, like, make a classic feminine look out of Dustin Hoffman's head shape. You know? Uh-huh. Um, well, and and that's, like, one of the, the jokes that they get. Well, that's, that's what I was about to bring up. Is in the yeah, same it's scene... Like an old-school style. The crew is, is making jokes. And throughout the whole movie, the crew makes jokes about how ugly dorothy is this like notion of masculinity which could not be perceived honestly in dorothy the only reason the viewer knows that this is actually dustin hoffman is because we've been shown (laughs) (laughs) but like you know, otherwise you just really wouldn't know. But there are all these jokes, like, in this scene about, like, uh, like, she, basically she's ugly jokes. And then this one line that gets quoted throughout the whole thing once she's cast on the show. Oh, spoilers, she gets cast on the show. And yeah. as this strong woman character is close up. They call for a close up on Dorothy. And they're <laughs> not too close. And they do this, like, three times in the movie. It's like, yeah. oh, we're yeah. like, oh, get a close up on her. Ah, not too close. We don't want people. It's... Again, this weird, this weird thing. It's exact, but it's, but it's exactly it. It's exactly three times because like they do it twice early and then they do it once late. And I gotta admit, the late one got me because I wasn't expecting it to come back. Yeah, and it comes back like <laughs> when the. I mean, we'll get there, but like it's uh, again, <laughs> it it's it's it, it's very interesting that that there are parts. Again, there are so many parts of this movie that are at war with itself because at once it wants you to buy into the premise that like he passes well enough to be um like a figure on this national soap opera, you know? So like yeah, in the world of the movie, people are buying into it, but there has to like the writers had to insert this meta thing about like I mean, but they can kind of tell it's like. Either they can or they can't. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. Like you're kind of writing this weird line where 
you're claiming at once people like fell in love with her, but they still they kind of had a suspicion, you know. And it's it's like it. it oh God, it's it's. Did, an- did you ever see uh 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 the lady in the Dale? It's a uh, it's a documentary I've seen the first series. Half of it, I I haven't seen finished it yet. It's cumbersome. It should not. It, it yeah, should it felt not, really if it's long. Not, I, I watched the first half about six long. months ago. <laughs> it's way too long. Like it should have been way condensed. It it has like a weird amount of animation um, for a documentary. Uh, but like Dick Carlson is in it, who you'll be delighted to know is Tucker Carlson's father. Oh, yes, his great. father's name is literally Dick, and yes, he's also the goddamn worst. But. Like when when there's just this this thing like this obsession with people that 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 this movie plays into a lot where once it's revealed you know like oh actually this person was was born this way or or what have you or is still living that way in the case of Tootsie yet a bunch of dudes are just like yeah you know I kind of had a feeling it's like no you fucking didn't or well it's it lays it's this weird i like what you've said um the movie is constantly at war with itself because it's not only at war with itself in this weird meta way in in that regard it's at war with itself Mm -hmm. in every in every um interaction that is any amount queer there is this weird warring. Yeah. The movie is like, yeah. is trying to just yell in your face, basically, that it's just like Dustin Hoffman is straight. Like Michael Dorsey is yeah, a straight yeah, character. Yeah. Michael yeah, yeah, Dorsey yeah. is a straight yeah. character. Like over and over and over again. Right after this scene, he goes, so not even after this, I literally wrote in my notes though, like a few more scenes go by, we get like, the he goes to his agent and reveals that in, in costume, in form, I don't know, as Dorothy Michaels, Reveals that it's right. actually Michael Dorsey, and they kind of go in cahoots for the show, so he can which be the now agent and for also soap once he gets cast. And also, we, we we should note like this is a really good time to note because this is this is the first time that to me I can recall they made this joke or what have you. Dustin Hoffman has has a just the nicest baritone voice. Oftentimes, like I mean, it, it is soothing. kind of nasally, yeah. but it is, but it's low. Like, like I, and I, I don't think I ever realized like how low Dustin Hoffman's voice was until this movie when they have him switch into. It's like it's me, it's Michael. And I was like, oh no! Like, it is like, and that's, it, and it's one of those bits where like I don't. It's also an issue because it like speaks to it is like, an issue to yeah fear around trans women. But it's also it's slapstick funny in many regards. Right. That's like kind right. of unstoppable. Like the the thought process of this joke, the ideology of it is problematic. But the literal, but the format, timing, the delivery, yeah, the format right, of the right, joke, right, right, low right, high right, sounds right. are just funny. Ugh. It's it's the same yeah. thing as that tube we always have as kids, where you hold it one way and it goes, <laughs> and you hold the other way and it goes. Whoa. And that's like it's because we think that shit's funny. Like it's just like I never we're even thought simple about it creatures. That like <laughs> yeah, it's but like we like shiny shit. It's it's yeah. I'm there's not some jokes that are just always going to land. And I think that's like one of the problems with this movie that I and maybe maybe this is a good way to talk about it is like a lot of it is mm-hmm. genuinely good. Like you were saying, the cutting is good. Yeah, like it is genuinely funny. 
it's just the mm-hmm. ideologies tied to a lot of the jokes that can be the exact same in many ways yeah. is problematic. Yeah. But the yeah. format of the joke is not the problem. This type of joke right. is not the problem. It's that it right. is just tied to this this ideology that is like, well, this isn't a good message to spread. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, like just it, it'll say something with a straight face and be like, moving on. It's like, wait, well, hold on. I don't think we all agreed to that previous point. And, and That's I, not <laughs> my, my favorite note. I forgot I wrote this. I wrote it and circled it while I was watching the movie. I wrote boomer liberalism. And it's because wow and i think this applies where it's like early in the movie like (laughs) dustin hoffman at this point bill murray's roommate knows what michael douglas is michael dorsey is doing and yeah and um and is like because they're roommates so he sees uh dorothy being made up all the time and bill murray literally has a conversation with him one night it's a quick little scene just for this joke where he's like i i want to know that you're just doing this for the money right you know you don't actually enjoy like dressing up it's like, it's fine. This is funny and fine and haha. But you know, the notion that I might be living with a gay guy makes me uncomfortable. Is like, I guess the low, the low meaning of this. I don't. I don't even know. It's I not su- even I that. It's more like a I, joke. I... That's just like haha because it's Bill Murray, so he means it like not aggressively. Well, because it's right, and it's <laughs> very deadpan delivered, and and, and like, and that's. Uh, to me to me that is that is one of many examples throughout this movie where there is either a a low hum reference or or just you know it, it it's just this it's this general thing throughout the movie where they're like and if you were doing this just because you liked it that means you're insane. It's like, now hang on. <laughs> now, 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 now I'm going to need you to hold the phone for just one goddamn minute. What was that? <laughs> what, I mean, what if he does, what if he does like it? And, you know, like, like it, it, it's, it's just kind of the, the, they never, they never take it that far. Yeah. You know, they never go the extra step and say it explicitly, but it is there. And like, that's one of those moments where, or he's like, what if you and and again at war with itself, which I don't know. The the more we're talking about it, maybe that might be one of the points. Is that like Dustin Hoffman, his character may not be able to admit that that he actually likes it because the very next thing that happens in that conversation is that he talks very lovingly about like a uh, uh, a um an outfit that he really likes. And that he enjoys wearing, and then Bill Murray like mockingly agrees with him. He's like, "Yeah, you like? Oh, you're just getting at me." I was like, "Well, <laughs> like, come on, that's that's it's yeah." I don't know. It just it like it, it it does it does seem like on some level there are implications that he that it is more than a character. To him um Certainly. which that was the one thing that i was really worried about is i was like i don't want this to be some kind of thing about oh he's such a great character actor that he can carry off playing a woman you know what let's continue it's, let's proceed in well, chronological order because you're so right it, it like it doubles back on <laughs> itself so often 
It's really, yeah, I have on this page of notes that we're currently on, at the bottom, we're at the top, by the way, but at the bottom <laughs> of this page, it says, first third of film, because I wanted to mark where I was in my note-taking process. This is like my fourth page Excellent. of notes. Um, Excellent. <laughs> so Excellent. we're like, at this point, 45 minutes-ish in. Um, it, it's, it's, it's what, two hours? Yeah, it's about two hours. Um, Thereabouts? It's breezy. It's a breezy so, watch. So Sandy and Michael Dorsey are pals. He just got this mm. soap role that she wanted. It has made her very upset that she didn't get the role. He goes over and he's hanging out with her. Um, and makes up this weird, unnecessary lie about how he's making more money. Which, like, they make up this lie about how he's got money way too fast. Because it doesn't seem to materially change much okay. about his life and again <laughs> and again the way that they deliver this information as fucked up as it is and that's the thing is that this is a fucked up situation this is him lying to like sandy because he got the he's job kind of in a relationship through yeah. fraud his friend so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah his friend but again the way that they deliver this information is fucking brilliant it's a really funny joke because he's like well what am i gonna do just say that my like some random family member died and left you eight thousand, and then it just it's a hard cut to her like oh my god i can't believe she died and left you eight thousand dollars <laughs> it's like that's a good joke it is a good that's joke. a really good joke but it's this weird thing and then she comments like weird that it's the same amount that i would have gotten paid if i had gotten cast in that so <laughs> but it's like it's one of those things that's like all of that's very funny and what is the subtle problem here sandy idiot woman doesn't get that something's up it's like yeah i don't know it's yeah. like i hate this i hate it because it's unnecessary and mm-hmm. the only thing it does for the story or characterization is to say Sandy is dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's really its and only gets, function as a scene. And and gets progressively dumber as the situations in which, like, Michael's obviously caught in a lie, like, get more and more extreme. Because, I mean, honestly, this... This entire movie almost functions like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where, like, you can see the plays being set up in advance. And you're like, that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem. These things are going to culminate into, like, and that's how the movie functions. The back 30 minutes are just, like, all slapstick. And it's very (laughs) funny. But... (laughs) So, anyway, they fuck. They then then proceed to, like, have sex in this, like, new love problem begins now he's doing the job that she wants and Mm. they're in a relationship Mm. together and he's pretending to be a whole different person so now we have like reasons to be hiding costumes (laughs) and and all that kind of stuff is but the reason set up on top of the reasons that they already existed (laughs) well but that's like the actual reason that they sleep together is just because he sees while she's in the shower like they're they're still just friends at this point and then she hops in the shower and he sees a dress of hers that he's like maybe i'd look good in that so then undresses to get in the dress and then the best excuse you can come up with is (laughs) i want you and again very problematic, but it's very funny to see Dustin Hoffman shuffling towards her with his pants down in his underwear. 
like it, it's it's it it's like ooh, buddy that's so yeah he's he basically starts a relationship with this woman for the sole purpose of hiding the fact that he uh took her audition and is now uh dressing as a woman in a fraud situation <laughs> that's that's good that's it that's what good people do it's it's yeah so anyway it's what's weird and we've already kind of mentioned this several times but here it really picks up in the story of the movie it, with this sandy mm-hmm. thing is like we have the irony is kind of laid bare like you're supposed to any viewer who isn't an idiot is like should be getting the theme by the time yeah. you go through this scene where it's like it's we're talking about the issues surrounding the way men treat women um right. and he immediately the, because a lot of it and a lot of it is explored specifically in the show like there's there's a fun little meta thing that they do where like there's a lot of sexism in the soap opera itself that that is then like also just double down on on the set on the set of the soap opera that they're working it's clever it's i mean it's it, very it's, clever it's, it, well, it's a very clever way to explore like and it these does issues. it's like i can't i can't say it's bad you have these these scenes that follow where um dorothy michaels is on set and is experiencing and witnessing the sexual harassment of all of right. the women on set and within the show like women being put into these awkward scenarios in the show Women being called toots and tootsie, like she is mm-hmm. by the director at one point, and she and she reams him out for it. There's, there's. So these, that's like, why it's called that. But but it's it's funny because it's one of these formulaic things where it's good that the movie is commenting on these things. Right, right, and, right. And at the same time, and there's like I have a twofold point here. The first is at the same time the movie is commenting <laughs> on these things. It's also playing the misogyny for laughs. Oh my god, yes. Which is like Exactly. Which is yeah, which is like, wait, what? Like you're commenting that the misogyny is bad and yet the misogyny is what we're supposed to be laughing at, not because it's stupid <laughs> or bad, but because haha titties or haha whatever the funny the funny misogynistic comment was. And Occasionally, occasionally, yeah. there are definitely characters that I think the whole Nobody joke says is, "Haha, he's movie. a stupid misogynist." Like, yeah, I'm trying like... to communicate the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with that, yeah. But the other point, the other point to like make here, to your point of there being um, the the misogyny in the show versus the set, because you have that the misogyny on set plays for laughs as you, the viewer. And then there's the misogyny in the soap opera that they're shooting. And this is where you get these really weird scenes where where, uh, Dorothy Michaels, Michael Dorsey, as Dorothy Michaels, doesn't want to kiss a man in a Mm -hmm. scene because you know she's being forced to there's it's a soap opera so she's being forced in all these awkward filmed sexual scenarios so every single time one of those things happen she kind of does a manhandle move where she slaps the man or she grabs his face and like basically moves him around the set to like avoid this this homo erotic moment and it is very comical in many ways but there's also the extra weird element of it that I just, like, couldn't escape from. And, I mean, there's plenty mm-hmm. to talk about anti-trans subtleties in that as well and anti-homophobic um, and homophobic subtleties. 
But also, what does it say that you, <clears throat> as a man playing a woman, are basically able to alter this fictional world that you didn't even create around you so that you don't have to yeah. do the things you don't want to do and the only reason you're able to get away with it it seems as opposed to the real woman in the sh- women in the show is that you are actually a man there's like is it is it victim blaming like there's like a very I, weird yeah. like well it kind of and it gets to that well, do you want to? I don't mind fast fast forwarding a little bit, but it is. But there's a weird scene that is straight up victim blaming that like helps skyrocket Dorothy Michaels as an actor on this show to like national stardom. She literally changes yeah. a script scene because she's the whole soap takes place in a hospital, and she literally gives like one of their patients an improvised hard time speech for being abused. Because this woman is in the hospital because she got beat up by her husband. And she's like, no, you should have beat him up. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. And and, and then, and then it's like, oh, wow. Nobody had, had really had the courage to stand up before. Or if she had, she was silenced. I'm like, well, then why isn't she being silenced? <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, the, or, or why isn't Dustin Hoffman's character being silenced? It, 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 there's definitely a low key, like, it took a man to solve women's problems throughout, <laughs> like, the entire movie. Yeah. Um, but there is, also it feels like it feels like the song layla's understanding of gender you know yeah Where it's like girls can be girls and boys can be girls it's a mixed up mumbled up shook word it's like that yeah i mean i, I guess it's like cooler than being like it's a strip binary but you're also very frequently making the same misogynistic mistakes that you're making fun of these other people for making. Yeah. We've just I, like I, I, changed I, the wallpaper a bit. Right. And, and, and like all of the, like one of the, okay. So one of, one of the biggest like meta problems with this is that it on the one hand criticizes the problem with, uh, have, have we even introduced the love interest number two yet? I was. That's, that's coming. That's about to happen. Two. Do you want Let's to introduce? You can do go it. for it. It's ma- just a just a. It's it, it. It was immediately apparent to me that like love interest number two's character on the show, right? Her whole thing is that she also doesn't stand up for herself, and <laughs> it's just like pushed around and used by. All the dudes and yeah. And, so Jessica Lang—that's not a good thing for her character. Jessica Lang plays—it's it's a star-studded movie. Plays the like female lead of the soap opera, and she's married to the director, who is this misogynist. No, guy. not not married. Oh, not married. They're dating. Never married. Yes, they're dating. Um, and but it's anyway. Anyway, Dorothy has ha, is this big strong woman on set. Doesn't take any shit, even from the director. And Lang really uh, respects that, as as she sees <laughs> Lang's character is actually named Julie Lick- Nichols, which I think is interesting. Um, the reason I think that's interesting is 
Uh, Dustin Hoffman is young. He had recently been in The Graduate, and Mike Nichols directed The Graduate. And you know who directs the next, like, big gay movie of the following decade? About ten years later? The Birdcage, and that's Mike Nichols. It's just weird how these things are floating around. Anyway, none of these <laughs> things matter. I just, they're just in my head. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's, <laughs> those are some interesting semi-related facts. <laughs> um... Anyway, so laying, the, laying after work one day is like, hey, can we got 26 you know, pages tomorrow. Can you come back to my place and help me run lines? It's revealed that Julie Nichols has a kid, and she's a single mom, apparently. And, and yeah. uh, Dorothy Michaels helps her run lines, and they chat as women, where we get this incredible line from Julie, which is about how it is so tough to be a woman in the 80s because sometimes you know you just want a guy to basically walk up to you and be honest and tell you you know that they want to fuck you (laughs) and it is like okay weird bad advice odd weird but then the movie like you said it like doubles Uh. back on itself because Dorothy Michaels is doing so well, Michael Dorsey's agent invites him as Michael Dorsey, because he's making him money as Dorothy Michaels, to a big fancy party mm-hmm. where Jessica Lange's character is. And Michael Dorsey tries this tactic that Jessica Lange talked about out on her. And of course it doesn't work because, he's, you know, you can't just walk up to somebody and proposition them. So she throws a drink All in right. his face. <laughs> and it's like... I like the messaging of that scene that, like, he totally, like, misinterprets what she's talking about. But yet again, at the same time, and this is when I started to really pick up on this. This is a scene that is only about, it's about, ostensibly, we begin with women in the 80s. And it's all about women's relationship to men. And in fact, Mm -hmm. there's a man in the scene. And then I start to realize there's no scene with two women alone where one of the women isn't actually Dustin Hoffman. This movie does not pass the Bechdel test. Like, for a movie being as, like, supposedly woman-forward as its themes are, does not pass the Bechdel test. Well, and and one of the the very clear ways that i think you can tell that this this movie fails in several respects is that like at at the one it wants to to criticize the the second love interest it it, in again in in her role on the hospital show uh her character is just always like walked on and they and they're like isn't that so misogynistic that they write her character this misogynistic impassively while actively having love interest number one be incredibly like passive and walked all over <laughs> and given no resolution by the end of this movie. Like she is just fucked thoroughly, thoroughly. Doesn't really have and then, agency. Yeah. And then does not have agency, does not, does not get like any sort of resolution that is remotely satisfying. She really just serves um, as a plot mechanism because who, the next basic thing she, that happens is she invites Dorothy 
like over to hang with her for a weekend and her dad who by the way her dad is played by the same actor <laughs> who plays santa claus in the movie mrs santa claus which i was delighted uh, by um <laughs> i he is also papio daniel <laughs> that's from who you the papio daniel about. flower hour yes. <laughs> you sent me that text by the way this is a text <laughs> i woke up to this morning listener i'm gonna pull this out and read it word for word i woke up to this comparison <laughs> Is that Papio Daniel of the Papio Daniel Flower Hour Old Time Gospel Radio? Well, isn't it? <laughs> and it is. I looked it up. You, you can't assume that anyone else has seen the crazy Christian shit you have seen. <laughs> no, no, that's it's um it's um it's our brother where art thou. Oh, he okay. plays the uh <laughs> it's it's the <laughs> You have to understand no, my confusion when I saw this. I was like, well, I can totally a lot understand of weird Christian shit. So I don't know. So this could <laughs> this could very well actually be the Papio Daniel Flower Hour old time gospel radio hour. Um, oh my god! No, it's uh, it's uh, Papio Daniel, your friend Papio Daniel uh, from Oh Brother Where Art Thou? <laughs> like I heard his voice. I was like, holy shit, that is. That's the governor of Mississippi right there. I know, I know old Papio Daniel. But anyway, yes, he is in love. He is immediately in love with uh, Dorothy. Yeah. Ha ha. Um, it's funny. They have this scene where they're all hanging out, and it's <laughs> lovely. It's Julie Nichols and her daughter. It's Dorothy Michaels. It's julie's dad and it's and it feels like a very nuclear holiday family time and they're playing this kind of holiday commercial music underneath and it is clearly supposed to be another laugh moment i think for the audience watching like it is like this weirdly sweet moment but it's like a weirdly sweet moment in a will ferrell uh john c o'reilly movie where it's like john c o'reilly movie where it's like you know it's like this is obviously like supposed to be funny like <laughs> yeah 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 um the, the joke uh, once again is haha can you believe can you even believe dustin hoffman in dress right now yeah and dustin of course hoffman he daddy-o is attracted to dustin hoffman but dustin hoffman manages dustin to escape hoffman, the weekend not lady yeah. dustin hoffman guy with very deep voice <laughs> dustin hoffman is <laughs> You must understand this about Dustin Hoffman. God. Um, it's it, such it, a dumb yeah, joke. It also, it also, but it leads to what had the potential to be, to, to like, if the scene had gone where I thought it was going, I think I would have turned it off. But it's when they're in bed together, uh, love interest number two and Dustin Hoffman as a lady. Yeah. Um, that was like, dude if this i don't i don't know what's happening <laughs> like i don't i don't know if this if they have a sexual relationship i don't know if i'm supposed to be rooting for that i'm really not rooting for dustin hoffman yeah there's a scene point. where julie He's... and dorothy are sleeping in the same bed because they're both adult women and whatever in yeah. in her dad's uh house farmhouse over the weekend his old farmhouse uh in santa claus's farmhouse over the weekend and that's right papio daniel and <laughs> papio papio daniel and yeah it is like this very awkward scene where like clearly again the scene is is being played for this like high tension moment of like oh 
we know that one of them's actually a man. And that means yeah. it could be. And yet again, there it is. These like, it is, it's just an, it's, it's important, I guess, to remember. And I, and, and it's important to say this as many times as I can. I enjoyed watching mm-hmm. this movie. Like, I don't, yeah, I, I yeah, am not yeah. at all trying to say this movie is like evil and you shouldn't watch it. I'm more no, just trying to say it's evil. important to be media literate, even with content yeah. that you like and enjoy. And if you are a writer, okay. like to be conscious of the ideologies that might be hidden in your scenes. Just because a scene is funny doesn't uh, that is not merit enough. Why is it funny? Yeah. What is the joke you are making? Because the deep underlying tension and message here is that they could fuck because they are actually a man and a woman right it's like well i mean they could also fuck in any other if they were other people too like no wait no no chris stop that that's not no no chris do you chris what i don't think you understand is that dustin hoffman not really lady dustin hoffman just in dress you see um it but then it turns into like this incredibly sweet moment where it's like this metaphor about the the like acceptance of oneself and like the promise of growing into somebody that you can be happy with it's actually a beautiful (laughs) scene and it could be and it really could have been a beautiful moment for dustin hoffman's character to be like i i think i just like wearing dresses and i I don't know that there's anything inherently well, well, wrong with that. Well, it can't be that. And I'll actually say why. And I don't, I'm not even making a joke with it can't be that. It can't be that because no, it, the it, tension of this scene in having this beautiful moment is that he is a fraud in this moment. Yes, 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 yes. It, 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 it is, it is, it is. You're right. I, I just thought, like, with it being set up the way it was, I was like, that would be... That could be a really good opportunity to, and then I was like, no, 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 son, this isn't that. This no, isn't of that. course. And then they go back but, to town. This is like a quick little, I don't know, a break for the show. And immediately yeah, they go back to town, and I guess something. like contracts are are up or whatever term Dorothy is on the show for has run out. So she's in a meeting with the executive producer lady who we met earlier. Basically, the way this scene goes is you're a little tough to work with on set, which we already know about Michael Dorsey. The same applies for Dorothy Michaels because she doesn't take any misogynistic shit. Okay, cool. So point is, show's gotten popular. You've gotten popular. We're going to sign you for another year, which I'll get to what that means in a moment because it means, well, I'll get to it right now, and then I'll go back. But the plot for this is like, oh, no, like, he has to keep doing this for another year and pretending, and then life's getting tougher, keep and he's got a crush a lady? on two ladies. And I... But, um, <laughs> sorry for that voice. But we get at the no. end of this scene with the executive producer this incredible line that I had to rewind so I could get it exactly right. I wanted to quote it word for word. You're the first, this is what she says to Dorothy Michaels, you're the first woman character who is her own person, who can Mm. assert her own personality without robbing someone of theirs. She's talking about how Dorothy Michaels works as an actor in the show and on set for this show. I'll say it again. 
you're the first woman character who is her uh, own person, like, who can assert her own personality without robbing someone of theirs. Basically saying not, you're the only woman we have who exercises agency on the show, uh, and no, you managed to do that without this weird <sighs> implication. You managed to do that without robbing someone else of their agency. So... The only woman on the show who has agency is actually a man, and apparently the only other way women they know of, according to the logic of this sentence, can have agency oh, is by taking it from someone else. Which is... Know. What? <laughs> Why is that assumed? <laughs> I don't... Oh, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Uh, and also, the I only literally way just wrote, "What got... the fuck is this?" Like under the yeah. quote, like I don't even have a note. I was like, I don't have an intelligent thing just to like, say I, about this. It's just an this insane is... line. That that's an insane thing to think. That's an insane <laughs> thing to put in a movie that is ostensibly supposed to be a little forward thinking. That uh, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Tootsie. Hmm. Uh, that is. <laughs> There, 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 there's just and and not only that, but the only way that she got to be that character was by specifically uh, like ad libbing all the fucking time, which nobody would put up with in their right mind. So it's like, no, no, like the way that that got to happen is that they decided to air her weird ad lib <laughs> bits that in no way, shape, or form they'd ever do, and they would fire her in a heartbeat, like. Oh boy. Yeah. Um you wouldn't put So up that's that good. It's 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 good that it's good that the only women uh in this that don't don't put up with shit are actually men. Uh or are women inspired by women who are really men. Yeah. It's uh Nice. It's uh it's a little odd. So anyway, nice. Lang decides we, we kinda get this weird <clears throat> scene. And, and I already set up why ooh, why it's a problem, because he has to keep doing this lie, but he doesn't want to hide from Sandy, doesn't want to hide from Julie anymore. He goes and he breaks up with Sandy, says he's seeing another woman, doesn't explain to her the whole situation about who he is. I'm going to gloss over this scene, because the movie kind of yeah. does. The movie's, like, basically in a hurry to get yeah. rid of Sandy at a certain point. So they're like, eh, like, we're just going to have this scene. Don't worry about that anymore. <laughs> She's like, just I'm a woman. What does actually she matter? <laughs> very worried about that. Yeah. Like, it is, it's kind of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> again this movie about yeah. misogyny just like totally disregards its women characters oh right oh uh, every without every without turn. now she does i will say sandy does have just like a magnificent fuck you speech she does uh it's v- it's very good it's well delivered um like i could i could just see that speech being used by a lot of people as like like it's a great it's a great audition scene you know what i mean yeah. like it's just it's got a lot of emotion to it it can show that you can like pick up on where the character's emotions are exactly at like that point in the story uh it's just very good but then she's basically not in the movie <laughs> like for the rest of it it's like i don't well, you much of the movie, right, is defined really by every break single, up with her. Every time Michael Dorsey's doing something with Julia Nichols, he's abandoning. This is always like parallel compared. Oh, oh as yeah, he's abandoning yeah, yeah, yeah. a date with Sandy, or he had skipped a date with Sandy, and he was supposed to make it up that time, or whatever. So it's already yeah. like 
it's it's a it, and this actually is a great this goes to its good themes about misogyny is that Michael Dorsey right. is doing as a man to Sandy the exact things he is witnessing and railing against as Dorothy on the set of his show and you know yes. in regard to Julie's and, relationship with the director who is like this foil Yeah, there it is. That Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll let you take it here. Which is well, <laughs> so so like that eventually culminates in him confronting the director as Dorothy, right? And and he, the director's like, "Why don't you like me? All women like me." He's like, "I don't like the way that you treat um, what is her name?" Harrison, uh, it's because uh, he's love a it, man. love interest number two, love and in- yes, 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 it is. It's because <laughs> Dustin Hoffman is actually man Which means all women uh-huh. really do like <laughs> yes and and have never uh turned him down uh anyway the uh, he so then his character says verbatim the director says verbatim to dustin hoffman uh a line that dustin hoffman had earlier in the movie in relation to sandy yep where he was like i i don't want to like i never promised to be exclusive and uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to hurt her feelings, so I don't want to, like, so I'm not gonna break up with her. It. Yeah. Right. And it's like, well, that's that's kind of good to have that thrown back in his face. This is the second time in this movie, though, that somebody has had their own words said back to them verbatim, and they've been none the wiser. I just find that odd. <laughs> like, like, because, again, Dustin Hoffman does that earlier in the movie to love interest number two where he goes and says the line like the pickup line to her and then she throws the drink in his face and that's funny but again i just think that that's very strange that it's like do you people in this universe not like remember what they said <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because like it's... i'd be very weirded out if, if <laughs> somebody would... just who was not in a scene with me <laughs> just repeated back to me verbatim something that i said yeah it turns into it's a like, twilight uh, zone episode oh, for the second half okay of <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, it's a nice little way of showing that, oh, see, Dustin Hoffman, you're actually being a shitty person to Sandy, but he's never really forced to confront that in any meaningful he never way, does. except for this scene that does not include Sandy, you know? Like, well, and, it's like, well, and this scene precipitates his eventual, br- it's almost like when he dumps Sandy, it's a little yeah. bit because of this interaction, like maybe he does get that he's doing something wrong, but he doesn't fully come out with it he doesn't say hey i'm actually like a gigantic asshole and here's why yeah he's like "Ah, actually i'm i'm just seeing someone else and uh i guess i guess this is it for us it's like it's it's still like shitty and it's a and it's a half half the truth but it's like the the biggest betrayal he never has to deal with the biggest betrayal of like stealing this role which like again i guess technically he didn't steal but it's like, at a certain point, it's one of those things where if you did this and took this role, you are kind of stealing it from a woman somewhere who would have been cast in the role, you know, otherwise. And also, you're hiding it from Sandy, so you, you know, it becomes a bigger problem the longer you hide it, I guess. It becomes, at first it's like right. just a shitty thing to do, and now it's like, oh, now it's a lie. Like, it's a shitty well, lie think... that's grown and grown. <laughs> Yeah, and also there's this whole like uncomfortable thing where he's developing a relationship with love interest number two, whose name I cannot remember for some reason. Um, 
he's like developing a relationship with her as Dorothy. And it's doing that like really oh. annoying thing that sitcoms sure. always do where they, they're just like, Oh, like that love is totally transferable. I was like, I, 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 I how, 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 <laughs> particularly, particularly if the person who's like dressing up Dustin Hoffman in this case knows that they're lying, you know, like it's not, it's not like a situation where it's like you're being closed minded, which they kind of like get into. There's like a half line about it. Or be like, I'm just not a lesbian, and and then that. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, so we want to talk about the almost kiss scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's talk about. So Dorothy, let's talk about, So he breaks up. He breaks up with Sandy, and, and at then the he's like, the same foil is happening in the reverse. Julie Nichols, the the star from the show, breaks Julie, up with the director Julie. and invites yep. Dorothy over to babysit. So mm-hmm. she comes back after breaking up with the director, and Dorothy's there, and they kind of have this heart to heart moment. And uh, Dorothy Michaels, Michael Dorsey kind of forgets that he's Dorothy Michaels and kind of leans in for the kiss. And it's this weird gay freakout scene <laughs> follows. <laughs> oh, and, and it's a and it's a big freakout. Like I was really expecting like a um, what are you doing? You know, kind of reaction. But no, nah, she like hops off the couch and is like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> no, 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 no. Why is that what? Oh, no. I mean, I'm not closed-minded or anything. I just, you know, recoiled in visible disgust, but I'm not closed-minded. Yeah, we're saying That's all not. the right stuff. Like, it's totally fine, <laughs> but, like, also, this is deeply freaking me out. Like, Yeah, but also, again, boomer liberalism uh, yeah. <laughs> is, like, the most on display in this scene. It's And then uh, Dustin Hoffman is trying to explain that, no, it actually... No, it is not problem because in actuality, I have just—it's just I've been lying to you. But of course, I, he I does do. not actually spill the beans. It, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He, but he does say a lot to of be funny, a coward. He says a lot of funny <laughs> things. Air quotes. Funny that like yes. assist with the gay freakout scene. Like, oh well, I only yeah. wish you could see me without these clothes and like things like that. That yeah. like, ha ha, this she's is making like, it worse. No, <laughs> yeah. She, and again, recoils like, oh. So, so oh. now he's broken up with Sandy. His love and his other love interest, Julie, is available. Love but interest number one. We've created this problem. Oh no, you know she thinks you're a woman, and she thinks you're a gay woman. So you can't even continue to be friends with her, apparently, because she goes to work. Yeah. After the weekend. And sees her on set, and basically Jessica Lang has this like kind of nice breakup scene, but it's like this scene where you, I feel like this sort of scene would be appropriate if like you were trying to explain to someone that their p- behavior towards you has been consistently inappropriate, and you need to not be their friend, but you're trying to be nice about it. Instead, yeah, this is like yeah. I think you're gay, and that's really it. Like, yeah, you didn't even. <sighs> like kiss me you kind of intimated you wanted to right and because and it's like I and that means we gay, can't I be friends I just gotta shut yeah. you yeah I, we can't be friends yeah it's like well hey now hang now hang on now hang on you are telling me that every single relationship in your life is either like we fuck or we're done here <laughs> i i just i, I <laughs> like surely there's an in-between and surely you can like 
Well, she like, gives, I like, can be friends with a woman, but service. I can't be friends with a woman who might be attracted to me. That's... <sighs> what... I, I would be leading you on by hanging out. No, you just established that we're friends. Which is... Like, I have to be okay with that. Also, and, just, like, <laughs> a beautiful... Like, I'm so glad you said that, because I didn't even think about it until you just repeated that line. For... This movie really does kind of weirdly hit a lot of the anti-queer shit without meaning to. But, like, that right there, that's one of the biggest, like, oh my god, the funniest straight person habit ever is assuming (laughs) that gay people think they're attractive. Let me assure you, for the most part, we don't. Like, (laughs) I I can tell who is and isn't, and, like, the guy with the cheese stains on his shirt isn't, and I'm not interested. No, (laughs) no. The Uh, fact of your By the way, you didn't need to bring up my cheese stains. That's not, I mean, the the listener could not see the cheese stains, Chris. (laughs) No, I... I, Yeah, it's a weird, weird line. But anyway, I guess to, like, kind of fast forward through the end of this plot here we're on set we discover we're not going to finish what we need to shoot today dustin hoffman's kind of life is falling apart he's really stressed out he really wants to not be living this lie anymore and they and we find out they're going to do the show live so dorothy michaels on the show live goes in this whole speech which is actually pretty funny scene and i i don't think that problematic at first because the bit at first is Dorothy Michaels always improvises and ad-libs lines that the director hates, and now they can't stop her because it's live. So it's pretty funny. <laughs> like, it's, that's just yeah. a funny little sound. Well, and it's, and it's funny because, like, the, the joke is, is that it is one of those she's turning it into a ridiculously complicated backstory. <laughs> but, you know, like, when soap operas have been on forever and ever and ever, there's just, like, no others. Like, but actually... I'm the brother of the sister of the person that died in the... Like, that's that's also that's pretty funny. It is pretty know? funny. Like, and they do a good job of making, like, the crew seem, like, engaged in what the convoluted story is to the way that a soap opera yeah. viewer might be, even though it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but it all ends with the reveal that actually I'm a man and, like, takes off wigs. But actually, Dustin Hoffman and man. Yeah. And, uh, and ooh, amazing, uh, big reveal. Now all the people who have been attracted to Dorothy get to feel weird. Yes. Yes. Papio Daniels drops his biscuit. Now he Jessica Lange gets leave to Dustin feel Hoffman man. weird, like, you babysat my child, which, I mean, anti-trans notes there. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. and just like... Yeah, yeah weird i don't know which again that we didn't talk about how delightful that scene is but like the whole babysitting scene is just adorable and wonderful <laughs> and excellently acted it is a funny scene, um, babysitting scene. I, we also skipped right over the main doctor is also now <gasps> having a thing for dustin hoffman oh my god um, oh my god we have shows- to talk about that scene <laughs> It's a, we yeah, have to rewind pretty, the most insane scene of the movie, which I can't believe this yeah. movie is like so rich with a lot of this stuff. I forgot the most obvious one. So before, in part of the cascade of how shit's going wrong, basically, on the way home mm-hmm. from this lesbian freakout moment, Dustin Hoffman is is harangued by one of the uh, by some man I forget, and then. 
gets home. He's like the old actor on the and show. And then gets home that, to the like, old actor on the show who's like waiting outside yeah. her apartment and just is like really horny, basically. And, so and Dorothy's horny. like, all right, fine, come up because I don't need you shouting at my building in the middle of the night. You're going to annoy my neighbors. So he comes yeah. up. He says, one drink and then I'll leave. Dorothy, again, who is Michael Dorsey, says, okay, fine. And then what proceeds to happen is a full-on sexual assault scene where yep. this, like, lead actor on the show is just, like, definitely, like, we are not, I am not exaggerating when I say the scene is very clear that this is about to be rape. Like, it is going down, and then Bill Murray's character enters the apartment, he gets home, and the old man actor doctor on the show realizes oh no this must be dorothy's lover or partner is really embarrassed and is like i'm so sorry to bill murray and then turns to dorothy and is like i'm so sorry i didn't know and then leaves which immediately i started well, shouting and, at the tv says, because i was and like for the record nothing happened nothing happened and bill murray's like thank you i just this scene is absolutely bonkers because it's like talk about double backing on yourself and everything else where are my notes for this this scene fucking like he literally apologizes not for attempting to rape someone not at all he apologizes because you were married if you hadn't been married of course i would have raped you that would have been fine yeah it's only a problem because you're seeing this other guy like who I guess it's his job to rape you. Like, what is the inclination here? Oh, and uh, then yeah, well... The, uh, the in, in intimation. And then he leaves. Bill Murray... You want to say the Bill Murray line? Bill Murray turns around right when the doctor leaves. Fucking yells... I don't, at, I don't remember. He makes the joke to Dorothy, the line for laughs, you slut. And then... Oh, no. And then Dustin Hoffman... This is, again, the script doubles back. Dustin Hoffman goes, no, 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 rape is not a laughing matter. Which is like... As it's just made. Very much a laughing matter of... Yeah, even though we just... The joke already happened from Bill Murray. The line for laughs that definitely got them just happened. So if you don't want to laugh at the line where Dustin Hoffman says rape isn't a laughing matter, you already got that laugh about it. And I'm sure both of those lines got laughs in theaters when this movie came out which is just like mm. what the fuck oh my god i hated that scene so much everything about that scene was just like structurally horrifying sorry i got into it it was <laughs> no 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 i i like that was that was the most like to me that was easily the most like deeply problematic scene uh of the whole movie but it did <laughs> It did lead to the joke that I'm not proud that I I laughed, like, very hard at. But also, like, this doctor guy is, like, really dumb. Uh, that's been established. But, like, he introduces him to Bill Murray's character. He's like, Jeff, so-and-so, so-and-so, Jeff. <laughs> uh, but then, like, after Dustin Hoffman's had the big reveal on the show and everyone's shocked and they've, like, cut to the commercial, <laughs> the, the doctor character's just like, does Jeff know? <laughs> I, I I laughed a lot at that. Uh, which, um, it, which is, talk about, yet again, didn't think about it, but at war with itself, because yeah. this whole movie about how you can always kind of tell, the whole basis of that joke is that you wouldn't be able to tell. 
Ah, I know. <laughs> like, it goes back. Like, it's the most confusing. <laughs> it's the most confusing mix of good and bad that I've seen in, like, a very, very long time. It's so... Well, and um, here's the thing that I wrote this note down, so then I had to look it up to confirm. Because it mm-hmm. just feels... Um, it's it's here i'll just like kind of read paraphrase from my notes here it's not a malicious movie and no but it feels like it's it's trying to talk well it's not feels it is trying to talk about how misogyny is bad to put it simply Mm -hmm. but it can't find a way to do that without being both misogynistic and homophobic (laughs) along the way and i mean frankly it just feels like women were not really consulted in the writing and directing of this movie, so I looked into it. The director <sighs> is Sidney Pollack, who plays the agent in the movie. Ah, yeah. Um And the screenplay is written by six fucking people. One okay. of them is a woman. Uh, okay. And okay. all of whom One are, six? like, these old comedy writers. Like... Just like all of them of like this other yeah. era, so that like goes with the boomer liberalism thing. But I mean, it's not surprising mm-hmm. to me then that like maybe the best parts of this theme might have come from the sole woman writer, and maybe all the like accidental misogyny came from comedy male writers of the of the eighties and seventies, basically trying to be funny and doing th- what. The history the of being funny that, relies yeah. upon, which is usually sexism. Like, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, and that and that is why. To me, the the why this movie can't fully get a pass is if it had ended without giving Dustin Hoffman's character everything he ever wanted, then I would have been able to say, okay, okay, this is. This movie is intentionally complicated and it doesn't want to be easy and it kind of does want you to like double over and think about some of these things. But the fact that it just ended like any old rom-com where it's just like, oh, everything's fine. I was like, okay, fuck you guys then. <laughs> like if you're not gonna... Absolutely. If you've already... It ends you've already... with him like getting to like be friendly with Jessica Lang and all is forgiven. Yeah. And just and 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 him just you know again having not spoken about the fact that he was just like lying to her or again if if you want to address or kind of touch on like the maybe he liked it part of it now's your opportunity to do so oh, okay you're not gonna we're not gonna okay no no it's <laughs> over it's over oh and he's <laughs> and he even make a little joke he even make a little joke about how perhaps perhaps it time that i wear pants in relationship because <laughs> i have been wearing dress beforehand dress that you cannot bother borrow because i actually like it <laughs> that is the last joke in the movie you you sum that that up is nicely. the final <laughs> joke in the movie yep sure is sure is, is that dustin Hoffman actually likes that one and she'll spill tea all over it i didn't hate it i couldn't hate it mm-hmm. i it's it, it's a hard movie to dislike um. It's, and that's the thing this is so it was such an interesting watch because i had the same experience i was like i thoroughly enjoyed watching this i laughed several yeah. times i even laughed several times when i knew it was a sh- shitty full thing. well yeah but yeah. like that's 
that I guess it, that's kind of the issue is like yeah, we're not yeah, yeah. saying this is a bad movie. We're not saying you're not allowed to find things funny, but it is kind of it's a no. good it's a good case study, I guess, in how even not uh n- you can make something creative without being intentionally um um without intentionally marginalizing anyone. There we go. I was trying to use the most expansive language yeah. I could. Uh, you can make you can create something without intentionally marginalizing someone and still deeply marginalize people if you're <sighs> not taking care to not do that. Like this is right, right, right. This is something that is work. <laughs> yes, it is not fun to have to think about this all the time. But like yeah. for creators, it's like I'm not saying you need to censor yourself. I'm just saying maybe mm. care mm. about the messages that your movie is purporting. And yeah, if you yeah. don't like, care about the messages you're you're spreading and what you create, why is that? Is that because yeah, you want yeah, those yeah, messages yeah. out there? Like, what is the, what is the reason point. that you're okay? It's a good point. With that you know, it's like obviously it's, it's kind of this was of its time. It, that doesn't give it a pass. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like I'm not going to say you should ban everyone involved in Tootsie for being in Tootsie. You know, like God no. <laughs> <laughs> like nor nor am I even necessarily condemning Tootsie. I'm not I mean, either. Like, yeah, I think I think it's just like a good example of like they they genuinely thought that they were being like liberal and progressive when they made this, and it's just kind of wild to see a how sensibilities have changed, but b how how they're just committing the exact same like you were saying there just wasn't they didn't care enough to take some of what they were doing to its logical conclusion i think because they were probably just like well it's a comedy so like fuck off it's like no if the joke is going to be haha dustin hoffman and dress then like i need i need yeah good assurances that you've really thought through this and i just don't i don't see any indication that you have you know like there's plenty to applaud. There's plenty of, of of very good stuff in this movie, but the messaging is just all over the goddamn place. It's all over the place. Uh, it undercuts itself at every turn. Like there isn't a message. Yeah. This movie, th- th- what it gets out there is like we need to be nice to women. Is like gener. If I'm going to be generous, that's like where uh, yeah. the movie lands. Is like men need to be nicer to women but it doesn't really yeah, make yeah. the point that women are equal to men because women no. aren't displayed with any agency in the movie or even with no. like a lot of intelligence really and yeah. like it's certainly not <laughs> saying that like more opportunities need to be given to women because the whole premise is that dustin hoffman is an out-of-work male actor who has to become a woman to get cast we do not see any kind anything indicating that that there are women actors who are struggling outside of Sandy and her struggle is not really it doesn't exist she didn't get this role yeah. and that's the most of it Dustin Hoffman yeah. doesn't get all of these roles and it's like right. you know he deserves it like the man who put in the work it's just it's it's so weird because yeah it's like no. there are these very not good ideas in this yeah. movie yeah just like alongside like well I'm not gonna say like you shouldn't be an asshole. Like, yeah, I agree with that bit of that messaging. But then also, why right. are we laughing at, like, you know, woman, you know, not understanding this lie? Or why are we laughing at 
ha ha, you know, rape scene. <laughs> like also just like why why if you're going to if you're going to go through the trouble of like drawing this comparison where Dustin Hoffman realizes like, "Oh, actually, I've been treating this woman like shit also." Which he never and fucking then just gets do nothing to. and and then do uh, yeah, and then does nothing with that. Like no no man is forced to to like learn. take any own ownership over his actions or or learn or make any sort of amends toward anybody in this movie. That's one that to me that's the most frustrating the part about the whole The character commits fraud on a national <laughs> scale and has no consequences. <laughs> was on the time the cover of time magazine and now everyone's just like oh that just makes him a really good actor it's like that makes him one of the greatest con men in u.s history what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about what the fuck Ugh. oh boy all right oh boy and and now again <laughs> oh. you know it just it just thoroughly 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 uh reinforces the whole thing where it's like Oh, well, if you were born man and you put on dress, it is some sort of con you were playing. You are still like, a man. I, I, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, hang on. Hang on, hang on. You are still really man underneath. I saw Tootsie. Tootsie explained these things to me. Yeah. it's And I guess that's uh, the other. There's like, it's it's this problem of gender. I mean, Mrs. Doubtfire has. I think Mrs. Doubtfire, I am much more familiar with that movie because that I'm a child mm-hmm, of the 90s. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yes. But Mrs. Doubtfire has a lot of similar problems to this movie. Yeah. But it, I, it's interesting having <laughs> seen Mrs. Doubtfire probably a dozen times. And this was my second time seeing Tootsie in, like, a 15-year period. And mm. I do think Tootsie is still... I mean, it makes sense. It's 10 years earlier. But just, like, way, right. way more problematic. Like, the premise of Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> is ultimately what's problematic. While, like, yes. it is... Yeah. It is the in details practice, of Tootsie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. like the, yeah, yeah, it is the every good... other line of Tootsie. <laughs> <laughs> that you're just like, wait a minute. Wait, what about that part? It's like, nope, we're moving on. We're not addressing that. It's like, I think you need to address that if you want this character to grow. Nope. Don't 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 have time for that. Move on. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe hey. this movie is written this way too. When a movie has six writers, <laughs> It kind of makes me think maybe the screenplay had one or two Ooh. writers and then it yeah, was yeah, purchased yeah. by the studio and then all these other writers were hired and a lot of things were changed. And it could very well be that it's there are point. like these weird like punch up jokes that are misogynist and then another writer comes in to follow it up with a line that's like, but we're not being misogynist. And then like another punch up like, but let's keep it funny. And it's just like the result is just like this ideological mishmash. Of <laughs> this ideological throw up. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, where it's just like uh, I'm not really like I know you're trying to have I don't a comment, know what you're, you're trying doing to say. Pretty yeah. terribly. Like <laughs> I see that you have I see that you want to say something. I need you to know that the exact manner in which you ordered that sentence doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Uh, and that's tootsie if you liked us only doing bad content let us know i think we're we're what are we just doing this is this is this i imagined this is like our our gift i think this is a good uh, little gift uh, episode. Our, our gift 
Yeah. 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 Maybe do this this month. Yeah. Give well, it a trial let's, run. Let's and let's then... try this for a month. If y'all are digging this type of format, we will probably still do some news every now and then. But maybe yeah. we're thinking. I don't know. There's we're we're keeping it fluid. But for now, we'll we'll keeping do it fluid. bad content only for a month. And maybe I don't know, Harrison. You and I haven't talked about this yet. But like maybe we'll throw in like some random. 15 minute episodes in like the middle of the week about like a news topic i don't know yeah maybe when it's like particular or one of us has something to really say i don't know i don't know yeah. we're figuring it out we could, we could do like a double us. show in one where like we have these little twelve mini, it is nine newsy times and then like bad Maybe. content shows i don't know if you have thoughts tweet at us you know let us know how tweet you feel us. did you like this yada yada I don't think anybody has ever tweeted at us to watch something that we have not then watched. That's true. Um, including all three. Hours. I watched all three. No, I didn't. I listened to it. All three hours of Alex Jones. He did. For you, dear listener. I watched like for you. two hours of it aggregate. I skipped around. No, you, you watch you watch as much as like a sane human being <laughs> should. Like anything more should legally be considered cruel and unusual punishment. To yourself. Um, to myself, yes. <laughs> I should be arrested <laughs> for the amount of truly horrible shit that I just watch because I'm like, can I get through it though? <laughs> can I get through it? Challenge accepted. Uh, and the answer is always yes um okay we'll see you next week baby yeah do a a nice holiday thing for someone it's soup season do a holiday cheap to make make some soup do a soup i don't know oh you should do a soup for someone do a soup and then say i did a soup yeah soups up and it's on you it's on you kid (laughs) soups on you kid We'll see uh, what soup next week. Bye.